Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. From the lakefront to the riverfront, this is where Wisconsin sports fans come to talk. The Bill Michael Show. Now, here's your host, Bill Michaels. teams in the NFL are think about it the top five teams in the NFL are what what tough to uh tough to figure out that you get to maybe the top two or three and then after that uh you start to kind of scratch your head a little bit but the top five teams in the NFL are what on a top five Friday now my top five it's a little bit tough to to kind of break down uh but my top five are this Chiefs then Packers Seahawks Bills and they have a loss but I'm going with the Rams I'm gonna go with the Rams Excuse me. <coughs> Swallowed wrong. I'd have to then look at the Steelers and the Titans after the fact. I think the Titans are going to pay for some ramifications regarding uh, the positive COVID test. I'm not I'm not talking specifically about uh, maybe a forfeiture. What I'm talking about is I, I just think this is going to be something that could disrupt their season. We'll see. I think Steelers, uh, with a plus 22 differential sitting where they're – and they've only played three games – um, I, I think they're a good team, and we'll see how they come out of uh, the early bye week because of COVID as well. But I look at the Rams, and I think, okay, if I'm going to have to look at a team and and say, okay, they, they beat a bad Cowboys team and they beat a bad Eagles team. They lost uh, on the road going west coast to east coast, which is always difficult, and they lost by three to the Buffalo Bills. And then they beat the Giants, a bad Giants team. So they've beaten three teams that collectively have, what, two wins? The Cowboys and the Eagles each have a win. Uh, the Cowboys hung on by the skin of their teeth against Atlanta, and the Eagles got a win and a tie, don't forget. They tied Cincinnati. 
they're not good, and the Giants aren't very good. You can make that argument. But they went toe-to-toe with a pretty good Bills team. I still think that the Rams only a year removed from a, a Super Bowl appearance. I I, uh, I think the Rams are feeling a little bit better about this year's 3 and one start compared to just a season ago. So I'm going to say the Rams would be my fifth. But you can make an argument, like I said, you could put the Steelers in there. You know, if you really wanted to say, look, Big Ben is back. The Steelers are feeling good. They beat a bad Giants team. They beat a bad Broncos team. They beat a bad and a winless Texans team. I mean, it's not like they're sitting on a a staunch record going, look at us. Because their next opponent is the Eagles. And after that, they get tested a little bit by the Browns before they finally get the uh, the Titans back. So it's not like Pittsburgh sitting there with this impeccable you know, juggernaut of teams that they've played. And let me ask you this. Here's the thing. When you think about this, in the grand scheme of things, right? When you go back to this and you look at, at, at say, even the, the I want to say the Chiefs, the Chiefs have played a pretty good schedule. They beat the Texans, but then they knocked off a decent Chargers team, a decent Ravens team, and a de- decent Patriots team. Now, the Patriots without Cam Newton, I think maybe Cam Newton makes a little bit of a difference. But when you talk about the pick six down the stretch, yeah, that pretty much sealed the deal and put that game away. But it, until that point, the Patriots were still in that contest. Now they've got the Raiders, then the Bills, before they get into a little bit softer end of it against the Broncos, Jets, and Panthers, and even Raiders to a certain extent. But I think the Chiefs are a good team. But if I had to pick the top five, right now in the NFL, as to who I was going to look at is, in the standings, my top five teams, until somebody beats the Chiefs, the Chiefs are number one. I'm going to say Packers two, Seahawks three, Bills four, and the Rams number five. Tennessee is undefeated. I understand that. Somebody just tweeted me. Uh, And they beat the Vikings. They beat the Jaguars. They beat the Broncos. A little bit better win total when you talk about their opponents. Uh, but Jacksonville, 1-3 and three on the season. The Vikings just got their first win. And uh, the Broncos, not a very good team either. And they went toe-to-toe with the Broncos. They The, the Broncos, uh, they played at mile high, and they, they only won that game 16-14. So, and their games have been close. Don't make uh, any mistake about it. They beat, uh, Tennessee beat the Vikings uh, at U.S. Bank Field, but 31-30. And then they beat the Jaguars at home 33-30. So they have not won a game by more than three points. So I could say the Tennessee Titans maybe slide in there at number number seven, number eight. So what is your top five right now in order in the NFL? Chiefs, Packers, Seahawks, Bills, and Rams. Those are mine. Uh, Joe, you guys uh, you guys in the uh, studio got top five? Oh, you betcha. You betcha. What's up? Um, number five for me, even though they have a loss, I think the Baltimore Ravens are a hell of a football team, and the team they lost to was the Chiefs. Uh, so, you know, yep. it, it, it's like it's like doing your top 25 in college football. You know, there's just some teams that are going to lose to other top 10 teams and they're not going to fall that far in the rankings. I, I just I think the Ravens to me should be in the top five. Number four, the Seattle Seahawks uh, and everything that Russell Wilson is doing for that team um, just by himself is amazing. Um, I have the Packers coming in by a hair at number three over the Seahawks. And I'm just looking at like defenses. I'm giving a slight edge to the Packers, and the Packers have their own flaws, but the Seahawks defense, 
They, too, have flaws. I would pick the Packers' defense slightly, so that's why I'm going with the Packers overall there. Number two uh, is the Buffalo Bills for me. Uh, first of all, they have been building a stellar defense for the last few years, both in the guys that they have picked up in free agency and also in the draft. I mean, they have a lot of really talented players, including one that the Packers let go in Micah Hyde. Um, he has been a huge contributor over there for the Bills. And also the fact that Josh Allen, you know, while we talk about Aaron Rodgers with an MVP campaign going on right now, and certainly Russell Wilson, Josh Allen is making a bid of his own for MVP. So the fact that he has exploded this year as a quarterback, add that to the top defense that the Bills have, I just think they're way more well-rounded than the Packers are. So I'm going the Bills at number two, and then obviously the Kansas City Chiefs coming at number one. So Chiefs, Bills, Packers, Seahawks, and Ravens is the way you go. Evan, what do you got? Mine's going to end up being pretty similar to Joe's. I'm going number five, the Ravens. That defense is still absolutely elite, probably one of, if not the best in the NFL. Lamar Jackson is still Lamar Jackson. He's a really good player. They built around him in the draft. So I think even though they did have that pretty bad loss of the Chiefs, they're still in contention for the AFC. Number four, I have the Seahawks. I think if their defense was better, I would put them a little bit higher. That offense might be the best in the NFC, uh, are rivaling the Packers, but that defense I need to see a little bit more. Russell Wilson, as you guys have been saying, he looks like he could be the MVP, but for now I'm going to keep them at number four. Number three, I have the Buffalo Bills. Uh, Josh Allen, I've been a Josh Allen fan since day one. I trusted him for my fantasy team the last two years, and he's paid off. Uh, that defense looks really, really good. They have a lot of young talent around him. And just getting Stephon Diggs for uh, Josh Allen is huge, too. I think that team's going to be really, really good and a force that not many of us expected to see. Number two, I have the Packers. The offense, I mean, it, you couldn't ask for much more out of the offense so far this year. They've looked absolutely incredible. You start to wonder if this team looks more like the 2011 team where the offense was so good but the defense was pretty bad and so far it's been an up and down season for the defense but I think once they're healthy and everyone gets back to normal it should rebound a little bit and then number one is a, a team that's in their own stratosphere it's the Chiefs against everyone else in the NFL their offense is elite their defense is elite their coaching is elite their special teams is elite there's nothing that they aren't one of if not the best at in the entire NFL so the Chiefs are reigning supreme number one. So there you have it. That is the uh, the choices for the top five teams. Also, the uh, the NFL uh, Network and NFL.com had put out their early candidacies for, uh, for MVP. I want to talk about that when we come back as well. We want to know what your top five teams in the NFL right now are. Go ahead and give us a shout. 855-830-8648. 855-830-8648. 8648. You want to chime in, do it. You can also hit us up over there on Twitter at Bill underscore Michaels, at Bill underscore Michaels, at Radio Joe Sports, at Evan Heff 25. This portion of the program brought to you by good friends at Bud Light, the official beer sponsor of the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. We uh, also have uh, the Bud Light Seltzer, unquestionably good. Go to BudLight.com. More of the Bill Michaels Show coming up next. Wisconsin wide, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network.
We're back. Glad you're here. It's a Friday. Blue sky is going to warm up this weekend. Get used to it, at least over the weekend, because after that, it comes crashing down. Monday, it looks like we're going to get rain, depending on where you're at. Rain and cooler weather comes creeping in, and next week looks to be a little more wet, cooler weather as well. I got my gas and electric bill the other day. I was thrilled. I used to get these ridiculous bills, and uh, I my my bill was was as low as it's been since the day I moved into my house. I was just I I wanted to cry. I was giddy. So, but now I can sense it's going to go back up again. <laughs> I gotta learn to live like the dogs. The dogs, anything over seventy degrees, the dogs pant. It's like they just you know they're so thick and they're so hairy. My dogs are dropping fur right now like crazy. It's like they're a couple of bears living in this house, but. Uh, as a matter of fact, I had a dream last night that all the hair that I've been collecting over the last, I don't know, a couple of months as they've been blowing their coat, it came out like at a garbage dump, and it looked like there was a giant mountain. It's like, how could all of this come from this house? But uh, but I wish I was more like the dogs where I didn't have to worry about it being 70 degrees or more. Started to get cold about 68 degrees. Started to get like the tips of your fingers get a little bit cold sitting here doing the show, that type of thing. So, But it's coming. It's coming. So if you have a leaky windows and doors, if you've got uh, – which in the house here, I'm good. I I can turn the heat up and keep it at 70, and the heat barely kicks on. And it's it's due lar- in large part because of the new pellet doors and windows that I put into the house. That's what I'm saying. That's the lar- lowest energy bill I've gotten since the day I moved in here. And it's fantastic. Now, I, I'm going to have to turn the heat on a little bit more here in the next couple of weeks, I would assume. But it's been unbelievable, the savings from Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin and the 555 deals going on right now, right now. And it ends in uh, six days. So if you want five years, no interest, five years, no interest, five months before your first payment and 5% bonus savings on your patio doors, your installation, your windows, all of it, just get a hold of our friends at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Go to PellaWI.com. That's PellaWI.com. You can stop into the showroom. You can go to the Experience Center or, again, PellaWI.com, and they can measure, manufacture, assemble, do it all right there for your home. And not to mention, it's beautiful, it's easy to operate, it's secure in today's day and age, and it adds value to your home. So, again, go to PellaWI.com. That is PellaWI.com. So we're talking about the top five teams that you believe right now in the National Football League, and they are what? They are what? Ryan C. says Chiefs, Packers, Seahawks, Bills, and Ravens. See, I, I, Mark says, why didn't you put the Ravens in the top five? Because the Ravens got handled so easily by Kansas City. It just, it, it, my confidence level, my confidence level's never been high on Lamar Jackson anyway. He's more of a runner than he is a passer. And I know people want to argue that point. But when push comes to shove, tell me the postseason games that he's won. In, in important games, he has not won those important games. And another one where he had an opportunity in a playoff-like setting against the Chiefs, he failed again. I just, until he gets over the top, it'd be like me believing in Kirk Cousins. Just can't do it. He's got one win in the postseason under his belt. That's it. Can't do it. So that's the reason they slipped for me down to number seven. Um, But it doesn't mean I don't think that they're a good team. I certainly think they're a good defense. There's no doubt about that. Uh, this one is from Jace. Jace says, KC, Green Bay, uh, the, uh, the, the, the the rainy city chickens. I, I'll leave the other one out of there. He's got Pittsburgh, then Baltimore. See, the Bills not getting a lot. And, again, until the Bills win something, the Bills don't have a lot of belief. I understand it. Um, 
855-830-8648, if you want to chime in, give it to us. Now, the the MVP side of things, the MVP side of things, I was reading this the other day. The NFL Network came out with their top ten for the MVP chase. Russell Wilson already throwing 16 touchdown passes. 16. Tying him with Peyton Manning for the most in the first four games of a season. Each of the last three quarterbacks to throw for 14 or more touchdowns in their first four games won the MVP award that season. Manning, Patrick Mahomes, and Kurt Warner. So he's already on his way, okay? Then number two, Green Bay is 4-0 for the first time since 2015. Aaron Rodgers has overcome the loss of multiple key receivers without missing a beat. So Aaron Rodgers is number two. Now listen to this. In year three, Josh Allen has continued to develop from a first-round pick uh, with you know physical potential and accuracy issues into a playmaking signal caller with the Buffalo Bills. They haven't seen anything like this, probably going back all the way to Jim Kelly. So Josh Allen they have listed at number three. This is interesting. Miles Garrett, those judging him by sacks are missing an important part of the equation. Garrett is causing problems for opposing offenses even when he's not sacking the quarterback, as evidenced by the six turnovers caused on pressures this season per next-gen stats. Miles Garrett, the defensive end for the Cleveland Browns, the NFL Network has listed as number four. Number five, Patrick Mahomes. I mean, obviously. I don't need to say much more about that. Number six surprised me, Dak Prescott. The Cowboys are one and three and in need of assistance defensively, if it, and if it continues to be a problem, the team's, uh, you know, they might remove Dak Prescott from the conversation. But after his Herculean effort to bring the Cowboys back fell painfully short in week four, he became the first player in NFL history with 450-plus passing yards in three straight games, breaking 500 in the loss to Cleveland. They lost to Cleveland, though. They have Dak Prescott at number six. Tom Brady, I don't know if he would still be there, but Tom Brady was at number seven. Aaron Donald, the defensive tackle for the Rams, at number eight. He's been on the MVP list for the last couple of years, and he's there again for the same reasons. Number nine, George Kittle. His week four performance to understand just how valuable he is to the offense, even in a loss, Kittle was outstanding. Caught 15 of his targets for 183 yards and a touchdown on Sunday Night Football. That's phenomenal. And then number 10, Wyatt Teller of the Cleveland Browns, the offensive guard. A guard. No one's ever going to vote for a guard for MVP. So he's not winning the award. But they say the third-year pro, improve, his improvement in the first season under the direction of the new offensive line coach, Bill Callahan, said it's unbelievable. So there you go. That's their top 10. Top 10 MVPs for the NFL. Look, I think there's there's three or four cats that are actually in it. Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, absolutely. Josh Allen, you can throw, absolutely. Then Patrick Mahomes, absolutely. The rest of them, I think they're all um, – Aaron Donald's going to get a lot of, lot of looks because he's been there so many times. Uh, the rest are uh, all just runners-up. Those are probably the three or four that are that are really the most valuable player. 855-830-8648-855-830-8648. Tim says his top five for the MVP would be Mahomes, Wilson, Jackson, Prescott, then Rodgers. Really? 
Patrick Mahomes is good. I don't think he's playing. I, I, I think he's at the MVP level, but I think Russell Wilson's been out of his damn mind. Lamar Jackson? He looked terrible in that game against the Chiefs. Dak Prescott's thrown for a ton of yards. And, and Dak Prescott will get consideration because they're not going to slow down. It's Mike McCarthy calling plays. Just look at the lopsided. Now, granted, they've gotten down early and they've had to throw the ball to come back because their defense is just so just so craptastic. But Dak Prescott, man, holy mackerel. Eight five five eight three zero eight six four eight. Then uh, he's got Aaron Rodgers after the fact. If you got a thought, shoot, bring it to us. Eight five five eight three zero eight six four eight. When we come back, we're going to hear from Jair Alexander of the Green Bay Packers. Also coming up here in a little bit, Mike Pettin, uh, Eric Baranchek of the Green Bay Press Gazette is going to join us. That is coming up next, so stay tuned for that as well. This portion of the program is brought to you by our good friends at uh, Timberstone Championship Golf Course. Now, up north, look, that's the best form of social distancing you can possibly get. But you still have a few weeks left to get in some good golf, right? I mean, we've even golfed into November, but they're going to keep the golf course open all the way through the end of October. Uh, Timberstone Golf Course at Pine Mountain Resort in Iron Mountain, Michigan, rated one of the top golf courses in the country. Now, the amazing views. I told you, my buddy was up there the other day. had never been there before and went up just on my recommendation. He, he sent me this picture, and it's like it, it's it's something out of like a, a Golf Digest landscape book. It's amazing. It's a green that's cut in the side of a hill with trees around it, and they're all different colors. It was beautiful. So head up north, stop out at Timberstone Championship Golf Course one more time or two more times or five more times before the season ends. They have a golf and stay package, a play and stay package right now. And remember, they're going to stay open through the end of the month. And here's an idea. If you've got a group of 25 or more, say, from your company, you can take ownership of the Pine Mountain Resort or Iron Mountain in Iron Mountain, Michigan, or you can own the island at the iconic Four Seasons Island Resort. That's in Pembine, Wisconsin. It's a great idea. For a company retreat, a business conference, a team building, whatever it happens to be. For more information, to book your fall stay and play golf package, or for the business side of things, go to the4seasonswi.com. That's the4seasonswi.com or timberstonegolfcourse.com. That's timberstonegolfcourse.com. Either way, some great things going on up north, without a doubt. Coming up next, Eric Baranchek, Green Bay Press Gazette. You're going to hear from him right after this. You're listening to the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Welcome back to the program. Bring him in now from the Green Bay Press-Gazette, PackersNews.com. Our buddy Eric Baranchek joining us here on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Eric, how you doing today, man? I'm doing pretty good, pretty good. Actually, I've been listening to your show all morning, and I uh, was surprised to hear that uh, you, you had the the, uh, the antibodies for the COVID. So you're good to go, man. Yeah, no, I'm. Uh, I I got that a while back. I, I didn't realize I had it. So uh, I just one day started kind of feeling a little under the weather, and uh, and went to the doctor, and they sent me to a pulmonary clinic, and they said you got to go get tested first before we can see you. And so they said, no, you don't have it. You're good. You just got a case of bronchitis, which is probably a residual effect. But they said, oh, by the way, you got the antibodies. I'm like, well, go figure. Had no idea. No idea at all. Not, so that, that Not only good. are you at your high school playing weight, but you're like super immune he-man. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny? 
is they told me that because I'm, I'm in the gym and I'm working out and I'm probably exposed to a lot more germs because of that, it's kind of like teachers. Teachers either get sick or you get sick and then you get over it and then you're exposed to everything the kids bring in. Uh, it's, it's, they said it's kind of the same thing. You're exposed to a lot of different types of germs and sometimes you just build up a different immune system, a little bit thicker immune system, so to speak. Uh, and that probably helped. So, you know, who knew? I didn't know. That's for sure. Hey, um, what, did you watch that game last night? I did not. I watched snippets of it. I've had, uh, um, a bunch of other things on my plate, but I, I did not watch it at all. The Bears get a win. Um, I'm just – I still am not a believer in the Bears. I think uh, Tampa, Bay, Tampa Bay played poorly, uh, which is the next team on the docket, which I, I actually the fact that Tampa Bay lost that game bothers me because now you know it's laser focus getting ready for the Green Bay Packers, and they've got 10 days to wait. So as much as we can look at the Packers and say, you know what, that 4-0 start is fantastic, the offense is clicking, everything's rolling – now you got a tough opponent down there. Not that uh, home field advantage is a huge difference, but uh, I this game now becomes a game that I was very confident in to a game that even though Tampa Bay looked terrible last night, I look at this as a, an extremely tough opponent now coming up a week from Sunday. Well, playing down there doesn't, you know, I don't know if you can say whatever you want, but that's still a home field advantage. You're still at home getting your home cooking. You don't have to go in a hotel and drive around in buses and all this stuff. Um, so I, I – to me, I, I think that's it's going to be a tougher environment. I think I saw somewhere that the line was like two and a half points. You know, they were giving giving the Tampa Bay two and a half points. Uh, I, I I think, quite frankly, I I think that defense is, is for real for for Tampa Bay. Um, and anytime you're going to be facing Tom Brady, uh, I mean, obviously, I, I watched a little bit of Tom Brady so far this year, and I, I you know, there's a little bit of a drop off. Uh, but I'll question them about. Um, I still think the Packers. I like the Packers going in there. I think I, of the next four or five games, this is probably the toughest. But I, I, I cannot. I can't bet against. I would bet against the Packers now, and here's why. I think they're so diverse on offense. Okay, you want to take away Devontae Adams? Fine, we're going to go to the tight end. Um, and. and all right, we're going, to run, we're going to throw to the running backs. And, and some of the stuff, uh, if you read our column earlier this week, is just really good stuff. They put a lot of pressure on zone. If you want to play zone defense, they got they got they moved stuff around for that. Um, you know, one play is the second play of the game. You saw they saw he saw some zone defense, so he flooded the zone on the on the, on the strong side of the formation where there's two tight ends, and so now. He had the tight end basically on a nickel corner playing zone. I mean, that was, you know, that was ingenious. You know, so so I think it's a combination of the quarterback being able to know what's going on in front of him um, and, the, and the play designs and the formation and personnel groupings that they're doing. Uh, I, I They may get down early in games, but I think that offense right now is clicking at a level that uh, um, it's going to be really hard to beat him. Uh, you're right, by the way. The uh, the Packers are getting three points down there. Uh, it's been bet down in some books to two and a half and as much as four and a half. But 92% of the public betting, all the money is on the Green Bay Packers uh, with the points to, to maybe win the game outright. So uh, a lot of confidence in what the Packers are doing right now. So you tell me, uh, you talk a little bit about the schematics of this Packers team. So moving forward, you know, you're hoping to get uh, – 
you know, Kenny Clark back on the field and feeling great again and taking away some of the double teams from Zedarius. And you've discovered a few things about Kingsley Kiki, and, and maybe you'll get Rashawn Gary back here soon. And so, you know, does, do you see this defense getting markedly better or is it just something that just needs to sustain to let the offense do its thing? Because most times when you win a championship, it's because your defense usually about top ten. Yeah, I think they will get better. I really do. I think, uh, you know, everyone can say what they want. You know, Chris, and listen, Chris Barnes is playing really good for undrafted. Everybody says, you know, because he's an undrafted free agent, this he's playing good. He's just playing good, period. Um, he did some things that I was impressed with uh, against the Vi- from the Viking game on up. Um, you know, I thought he really did some nice things and continued to do some nice nice things. The, the part that's scary a little bit is that other the other linebacker spot, and you gotta love a guy like you know Ty Summers. He's a try hard guy, a mental guy, but I think sometimes he has a little paralysis by analysis. He kind of uh, reads a little bit too long. I mean, he's good and gets in the right spot, but I think. I think he reads for just a count too long, and you'd like to see that be see some more explosion out of there and being able to go and make a play and blow somebody up. And that he just hasn't proven that that's his his game. His game is being the right spot, wrestle somebody down, um, kind of like a I would say a, you know a step down from from Blake Martinez. So you know, getting um, Kirksey back and that that youngster from Minnesota, everybody was pretty excited about getting Garvin, back. Yeah. Going to help in the middle. That middle part of the defense has got to get better. I, I I really feel good about their safety play. Um, that was a question going into last week because I thought, man, if those because um, if those safeties take the wrong step and, and they you know and you know how it is if they take a half a step on a run fake, oh boy, you know now it's over the top for a whole bunch of yards or a touchdown. So and I thought they played well. They didn't they didn't really have too many false steps. Um, and the sh- you know they played a lot of uh, a lot of uh, cover one shell, so I thought they they uh, or man under with one over the top or you know so I, I really liked uh, the way they looked and I tell you what Raven Green it's good to have him back because he's tough when you when they got to go to heavy dime where they have mm-hmm. a defensive back playing linebacker you really like that him in there and he's been nicked up and. Um, Towards the beginning of the season, but he, he got a lot of playing time on Monday night, and I, you gotta like that. You really gotta like him in there because he stays not afraid to stick his nose in there uh, and be smart. And I, and you know, you got that sack, and that was not a design blitz, um, but you know that he saw that he had to have outside contain and shot and went and got it. That's what you want. Um, so I, I like that, and I like the. But it's a little scary when you got to put run your march your your base defense out there. Chris Barnes does a lot, but he's not real explosive toward downhill, down towards the line of scrimmage. You know, I like a linebacker that's going to, you know, make a read and just come hell bent for election and just go and blow someone up at behind the line of scrimmage or, or take that chance and get home. Um, but I understand where they can't a little bit because Darius Smith doesn't seem to have any type of run responsibilities whatsoever. He goes wherever and everyone else has got to kind of um, be back there with a groom and, uh, uh, and a bucket to try to sweep up after him. So it's a little bit scary there, but um, I, I I think they can get better. You know, it is what it is with uh, with the secondary, and which is awesome. Uh, I mean, I I I can't. I don't think the Packers have ever had two better corners than they got right now. Do you? 
Uh, no, I not that I can remember in a long time. I mean, you know, you go back to the days when you had Tremont and Sam Shields and, and you know, in his heyday you had Charles Woodson, uh, who was the defensive player of the year. Uh, but then, you know, they used him in so many different facets. He was coming off the edge. Yeah. He was sacking quarterbacks. He was up against the run. He was he was doing everything. So it's probably the last time that they had a secondary that was this deep. Uh, speaking of that, uh, you know, watching Josh Jackson a couple of times, Seems like he's a little more comfortable, and maybe uh, you know he's flying a little under the radar. But he's actually made a couple of plays. I've been relatively impressed with what Josh Jackson has been able to do. Well, if he can get his hands on you, know, that's the main thing. Because he doesn't have that, that quick gear. Uh, he doesn't have turn and go speed. No. So he's got a, his game is he's going to get his hands on you and mug you up, or he's going to play off just a shade and try to try to get lucky. Um, I like him in zone. I really like him in zone because he's got an eye for the football. There's no doubt about that. But, uh, you know, the, the the tricky part is when he's in man coverage. So, you know, maybe it just took him some time to figure out what his game is in the NFL. And his game is get two hands on that receiver right above the numbers. And hopefully then you can slow him down enough where he can at least disrupt the pet, the timing from the quarterback to the receiver. And that's, that's kind of his game because if he's got to go on a foot race, see you later. Tell me what you think of the special teams. Now, we haven't seen a lot of big returns, obviously. We haven't seen, you know, other than the uh, the Mason Crosby PAT, uh, you know, wide left, which was a little bit of a surprise because he's always been so automatic. But uh, for the most part, the kicking game has been really, really good. And J.K. Scott, I mean, he's the most rested punter probably in the National Football League. But the coverage units have been, when they do what they're supposed to do, the coverage units have actually been pretty good. Which is not the norm up here in these parts lately, huh? Right. You know, so I, yeah, you like it. And that's you know what that is. That's a testament to the talent on your football team. That's, that's your depth. Line. You know, it's that if you got depth, you usually have a good special teams. You know, if you got pretty, you know, if you're if you're paper thin, debt deep, you know, your special teams suffer because that's you know there ain't very many starters on punt team or, or punt return or kick return or, or excuse me kickoff team. I mean, they're just you don't stick your starters out there, so you got to rely on your depth and your players there to to go out and do it. So, um, and I think the other thing too is if just by watching it, the team has elevated overall team speed over the past probably you know compared to two or three years ago. You know, I think the team speed is better than it has been, and um, you know, they're you know surprisingly they're a pretty young team. So you put those things together, you should have good special teams. Well, enjoy the weekend. We'll talk again on Monday and start to get ready for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, okay? Yeah, don't be afraid to mix in a slice of pizza once in a while. You can't just eat salad all the time there, Bill. No, no, I'm uh, I'm going out tonight. I'm going to do a do a, a big dinner tonight. I'm looking forward to and then, it. And then tomorrow you suffer on the treadmill for an extra half And then hour. tomorrow I'll hate myself when I wake <laughs> up. You're absolutely right. <laughs> Appreciate right, it, pal. Hey, fun. Take care. Talk, talk to you soon. There you go. That's Eric Branchek of the Green Bay Press Gazette joining us for a couple of minutes on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now. You work hard. They treat you fair. 80-plus years they've been getting it done. Call them 844-PRIDE or go to schneiderjobs.com, 844-PRIDE, or go to schneiderjobs.com. Time now when we come back. New mail. Heads up. Plays of the week right after this. Border to Border, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. 
Now, a green and gold update. Brought to you by Concordia University, Wisconsin Veteran Services Department. Learn how to use your military benefits at cuw.edu slash veterans. In Green Bay, here's Mike Clemens. It's the bye week for the Green Bay Packers, so they have the weekend off. The coaches reviewing tape, getting ready for the remaining 12 weeks of the regular season. With Kenny Clark still out with an injury, Packers defensive coordinator Mike Pettin is working with Billy Wynn, a six-foot-four lineman who played for him with the Browns. Wynn coming off a torn triceps injury suffered last year in Denver. I was a big, big Billy Wynn fan in in, uh, in Cleveland. It just, you know, it just seemed he just was was just snake bit with with some of the uh, with some of the injury stuff, and it's something he's battled. On offense, rookie tight end Josiah Degura will undergo surgery to repair a torn ACL he suffered against the Falcons. Would Jay Sternberger or former Chiefs fullback John Lovett take over Degura's place? Offensive coordinator Nathaniel Hackett. You know, I think it's both of them. I mean, you know. Uh, DeGora was out for the past couple games, and I think those guys both came in and did some really good things. And those guys have a great opportunity now to, to continue to progress and, and, and contribute to this team. That's Nathaniel Hackett in Green Bay. I'm Mike Clemens on The Bill Michaels Show. to the program this portion of the program brought to you by our friends at van horn automotive they want to buy your car they want to buy it and no pressure for you to buy one of theirs and if you do want to buy one that's great but look they're just paying cash for your vehicles right now and they'll give you the kelly blue book fair price offer right then and there at any one of their dealerships just drive in however if you do want to get a new one or a used one you can stop into the dealership they do clean them they sterilize them uh, and all the touch points uh, they keep it cdc friendly so if you want to stop in, feel free to go ahead and do so. They have uh, you know different ones all over the state of Wisconsin, different uh, dealerships, and in Iowa as well. But if you want to shop online, if you want to look for your vehicle first, find a dealership or see if it's near you, go to VanHornAuto.com. That is VanHornAuto.com and see for yourself what it is I'm talking about. Time now for the new mail heads up plays of the week. And this is all Robert Tanyan all the time. Number one, Robert Tanyan. Blitz picked up. Rodgers has his man, the tight end, Tanyan for the touchdown. Robert Tanyan on the receiving end. 19-yard score and make it three consecutive games with a touchdown catch for Tanyan. Number two, Radio Joe. Another one from Robert Tanyan. First and goal, 50 seconds left. Packers have one timeout. Rodgers throwing, and it's caught. Touchdown, Robert Tanyan again. Another touchdown. And more smiles for Aaron Rodgers. It's all Robert Tanyan, all ESPN, all the time. Robert Tanyan, number three. Atlanta rushing four. Time for Rodgers to float one. Easy catch and touchdown. We'll see there is a flag down. Malik Taylor. It's going to be a hold, I think, prior to this pass. They'll decline it. Holding. Number 35, defense. Penalties declined. Results for the play. Touchdown. Tanyan actually. It is Tanyan, yes. Tackled by Jamal Carter Carter and got back up and got in the end zone. So there you go. Tanya 1, Tanya 2, Tanya 3. That's the new male heads-up plays of the game, plays of the week. 
Brought to you by our friends at the New Mail Medical Center. Training guys with ED all over the state of Wisconsin beyond the borders. Low T as well. If you're looking for more ener- better energy, better mental clarity, better mood, better stamina. Or the all-in-one weight loss program. And yes, it works. Pick up the phone, my friends. Whether you're in Green Bay, Milwaukee, or anywhere in between, they have locations in both. And you can get to them anywhere from the state of Wisconsin to beyond the borders. 414-455-4451. That's 414-455-4451. Uh, this one's from earlier today uh, from our buddy Brad in Sturgeon Bay. says, uh, Tony Mandridge to Mitch Trubisky. An excellent comparison. I believe the Packers passed on Barry and Deion Sanders to select Mandridge, right? The Bears passed on Mahomes and Watson to take Trubisky Bears still suck. Steve, our buddy Steven Richfield, he says, here you go. I've always been an avid Packer fan of the draft for over 25 years. Besides the obvious gas with Madrich, Ahmad, Carroll, and Rich Campbell, I remember when the Packers had back-to-back picks in the 1990 draft, and they had the 18th and 19th. Dallas traded up right in front of them, and they took the Hall of Famer Emmett Smith. Packers ended up taking Daryl Thompson from Minnesota and Tony Bennett, the linebacker from Mississippi. Whoops. Enjoy the Swedish Chef Klimp Clip Link attached. So there you go. Hagen Hingenbergen on a Leaf Erickson day. How are we looking? Always good stuff. Um, 855-830-8648-855-830-8648. You want to chime in, please feel free to go ahead and do so. Coming up the next hour, we got a lot of good stuff. Um... We're going to hear from uh, the Packers defensive coordinator. We're going to hear a little bit from Jair Alexander. We got all kinds of stuff coming up. Got all kinds of stuff coming up. Stay tuned. The defensive coordinator of your Green Bay Packers, Mike Pettin, you're going to hear his comments. Coming up next on the Bill Michael Show. Station strong. The Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.